Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And yes, we are. We're coming to you live tonight with much gratitude to Dave Nielsen and his friends at TalkShoe. Hey, welcome everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. You have tuned in to National Seizure Disorders Foundation's weekly reported podcast, Power Radio. We're here every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we invite you to join us here on TalkShoe as we bring order to seizure disorders by discussing a variety of topics in a mature matter related to living with seizures. We are not medical professionals. We're just a compassionate crowd of experienced seizure survivors and caregivers. Any medical advice you may hear on any of our shows, please take it to your own private doctor, your family doctor, your neurological professional before taking action. So uh, you're invited to call in and contribute to the conversation every Wednesday night. Go ahead and dial in at 724-444-7444 and use that show ID 138074. Hey, Power Hour, I mean, I'm sorry, Power Radio has grown to better accommodate our listeners and staff. As of May 13, we now have two volunteers producing and rotating shifts to better serve at National Seizure Disorders Foundation. Tonight we're really going to have some fun getting to know someone new to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, someone passionate about raising awareness of SUDEP. He is our guest tonight. Steve Shaffron. Steve is a devoted advocate and volunteer for the, Je- for the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation and has spent much of his volunteer time promoting awareness and charity through organizing unique events. Steve has recently come into the scope of National Seizure Disorders Foundation as a potential volunteer for us to help us help you become more than a diagnosis and more than the trauma of SUDEP. Tonight, Steve will share with us what, what was the tipping point in his life that created a passion to help folks over there at CHF and expand to help NSDF with our expansion in the area of SUDEP awareness. <laughs> yes. Tonight is going to be a night you will want to share with others throughout the week as we raise awareness of SUDEP with Steve Shaffron. So stick around and enjoy the show. Oh, just so you know, our producer Jason is right on top of things. He has muted everyone during the first half of the show to give everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future the best possibility of hearing every powerful word spoken through the show. So stick around if you have questions and comments or want to share an experience from your own life. Jason will be opening the lines later in the show. And hey, if you're in our chat room, Jason will be conveying your comments and questions. So uh, what is Power Radio? Well, Power Radio is a program sponsored through National Seizure Disorders Foundation that has culminated to be an hour of awareness, support, and rising above our diagnosis. Power Radio is about solutions rather than cures. Power Radio is an hour of sharing successes and discussing challenges that when overcome lead to positive seizure management. We want you to know 
that when you're ready for support and acceptance while living with seizures or caring for someone living with seizures, Power Radio is just one of the many services offered by NSDF to guide your life in the direction of positive seizure management, peace, and joy. Yes, you can have joy while experiencing seizures or while caring for someone that experiences seizures. How can I proclaim that? Well, because I'm a living example. If you want to know more about how you can experience peace and joy, please reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, and I promise you we will reach back. Go ahead and discover more about NSDF and the services we have for you at our website, nsdf.us. So, hey, folks, this week has been phenomenal at NSDF. With the help of new members and active ambassadors, National Seizure Disorders Foundation played a part in raising thousands of dollars to help little Ryan Rose in California. Discover her story today on our website by searching the name Ryan Rose. I'm sure you will find an abundance of information that will melt your heart. Go ahead and consider how you can help while you read her story. Now, before we begin, let me take a moment to lead you through a personal experience of this week. Maybe you can relate, or maybe not, to my experience. I'm hoping that my experience will help you be more of the goodness you want to see in yourself and in the world around you. We are stronger when we choose to take a higher and sometimes more difficult road of time and patience. So while I share my experience, think about how you can use the same experience in your life. The experience was dealing with um, those wonderful telemarketers that just love to call you at odd times of the day and dealing with the service representatives when perhaps something goes wrong with your internet or your phone or your computer and you have to call those powerful people or, you know, um, they seem to be powerful in the moment because they seem to have all the answers. My personal experience was um, I connected with one of those representatives this week. I immediately noticed, I just observed that he had a very negative demeanor. He wanted to complain about a lot of things. Well, immediately what I did, I started to consciously put some ease in his day. And how did I do that? Well, I observed that uh, he just wasn't at the right energy or at the same energy that I was at that point. And I just let it be. And I let him know that there is ease in his day. I didn't go at him um, by saying comments like, why are you complaining, or it'll be better, or yes, I understand. I just simply spoke the word ease several times during our conversation. And just by using that powerful word, because there is power and energy in the words we use, just by using that powerful word, ease, not even related to anything uh, specific in our conversation, just that one word quickly changed his energy because I noticed the more we discussed the issue at hand, the less he was complaining. So I want you to think about that. Think about the people you talk to. Maybe they have nothing to do with being a representative of this or that. Maybe they have nothing to do with um, calling you and wanting you to partake of the latest and greatest survey or buy the latest and greatest product. Maybe they're your neighbor. Or maybe they're the um, uh, lady taking your cash at the grocery store. Or maybe they're the person that drives your taxi around town. Maybe they're a family member. Maybe there's someone living right in your own home. I want you to take time this week just just for a moment, you know, just to the best of your ability, and observe 
the the words of others. Observe where they're at and just know if you find any resistance, if you disagree in any way with them, that your words have power. Choose your words wisely before they come out of your mouth and always do the better thing. Take that high road and whisper powerful, positive words instead of speaking words that will hurt for a lifetime. So that was my experience of the week. And uh, what should you take away from my experience? Well, I want you to take into the rest of your week the fact that we all have the power of choice. Yes, I use the power of choice over the words that I used in this specific situation. And you can do the same going forward into your week. When we, when we use the power of choice to choose to observe rather than to react, we become stronger. Do you need help with this? Do you need help in becoming more? Do you have questions about this? I want you to know you can openly ask during the show tonight or you can connect with National Seizure Disorders Foundation through our website, through our Facebook page, or through our Google, uh, Google Plus page to let us know that you are ready to be more. You're ready to be more than a diagnosis, more than the trauma of SUDEP, more than whatever emotion you're feeling in that moment. You're ready to be more than just someone that floats through life. You're ready to take action and help others. I promise we will guide you with love and compassion to reach a point of clarity and ease that will inspire you to action and create in your life a higher quality of daily living for you and those around you. And who knows, possibly those you have yet to meet. Let's move into the show. We have a special treat for all of our listeners today, tomorrow, and into the future. Steve Shaffron of Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation is here today with us, excuse me, to share with us what he is doing to raise awareness of seizures and SUDEP. So remember, lines will be open after we hear from Steve. So please hold your comments, questions, and chat the next few minutes. So now, let's all welcome Steve to Power Radio. Steve, how are you doing tonight? Excellent. I really enjoyed that uh, brief introduction about how we have the power to help and to take the leadership. And I guess I've been doing it unconsciously, but now you have defined it in a different way. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Beautiful. Beautiful. That is the whole purpose of it. I'm so glad that it had an impact on you. And so uh, go ahead, take your time, and enjoy sharing your experience with all of our listeners. Well, I have to give a brief introduction. Uh, my name is Stephen Shaffron. I presently, presently live in Winchester, Virginia. I'm married. I'm presently married to my lovely wife, Carol, and we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary this August. I have also been blessed from this marriage, two beautiful daughters, Stacy, who is a major in the U.S. Air Force, active, and Amy, who's presently going to a special program to utilize her ability as an artist and become a therapist to use art therapy in her life to help others. So in a way, I guess my compassion for reaching out and helping is now being developed in another generation of my family. Um, my interest in helping is not only related to what I have done with the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation, but I have spent over 38 years working with the federal government, and during those 38 years, I have spent a lot of it in diversity, outreach, uh, recruiting minorities and women, 
And another area that I was always very proud of is working with individuals with disabilities. So in a way, when I became involved with the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation, it was sort of a blessing for me to be able to open up the stored energy that I wasn't utilizing as much as I wanted. And just to clarify, how did we get become part of the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation? For folks that are not aware of it, um, the foundation was started by Doug and Julie Hutchinson approximately six years ago. And it started as a result of their beautiful young daughter, Chelsea, unfortunately passing away at the age of 16 from SUDEP. My wife, Carol, loves to do online research and to identify old friends that we have lost contact with. Approximately 15 years ago, we lived in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, where the uh, foundation is based, and we became very good friends with Doug and Julie, and we met Chelsea when she was about seven years old. And the time that we lived in Highlands Ranch, we became friends. We learned about uh, their other children. And because of my employment with the federal government, I was requested to relocate to Washington, D.C. And at the same or approximate time that we relocated, uh, Julie also relocated, and we lost contact. Approximately four years ago, four and a half years ago, my wife was doing some internet research and plugged in their names, and she discovered Julie and what she was presently doing and the fact that they still lived in Colorado. And after she did a little bit more research, she discovered what was probably one of the saddest moments when she discovered that Chelsea developed epilepsy, which we did not know. This occurred while we were away living in Winchester, but it also stated very clearly that Miss Chelsea experienced the awful, evil curse of epilepsy, SUDEP. And four years and two months ago, I did not know one word of anything to dealt with epilepsy, SUDEP. And like most people, my knowledge of epilepsy was very limited from growing up, knowing some people, but over the decades of my life, I was very fortunate that no one in my family or my immediate family, extended family, close friends have experienced epilepsy. But when my wife found this information out, it was about 2.30 in the morning, I was in deep sleep getting ready for a nice commute to Washington, which is about two and a half hours each way. She came upstairs and said, wake up. I go, God, what happened? She said, you won't believe what I found. I go, oh, my God, do I need to find out at 2.30 in the morning when I have to get up at 3.30, 4 o'clock to get ready for work? And, of course, she said yes. And then she started telling me what she found about Chelsea and about the you know, the family and the fact that Chelsea passed away. And I said, oh, my God. And I could just close my eyes and think about this beautiful little girl that we knew when we lived in Colorado. So I said to my wife, okay, let me try to get a little bit more rest. We can talk about that afterwards. Well, later on that day when I came home from work, we did have a discussion and my wife already had Julie's phone number, and knowing my wife, she said, can we call and talk to her and let her know what we found out? I said, of course. So we made the connection, we called, and we learned all about what happened to Miss Chelsea. And Julie said, oh, what we have done, we started a foundation, and the foundation is basically to provide education about SUDEP and help families with special grants for seizure dogs, monitors so that if there's a seizure coming, these smart watches or MFIT monitors can be available. And we didn't realize that all this was very expensive, and Julie decided that this is their mission in life, to keep the legacy of Chelsea alive and to help families to avoid having more angels joining her. And after hearing all this, 
and finding out about the walk that was going to be coming up in September of 2011. This is now in March of 2011. I said to my wife and also to Julie, wow, maybe we could do something in Winchester to help keep this moving, not only in Colorado, but throughout America. And Julie said, well, that would be fantastic. And then we also found out there was a couple other families that were already connected to the foundation. So we immediately contacted these families and said, why don't we do something in Winchester or in West Virginia uh, to keep this moving on the East Coast? Well, unfortunately, the support that we received was not what I would call significant or powering to say we had a team already in place. So my wife and I looked at each other and said, why don't we do something? And I said, you're right, we can do it. And that began our four in the year. Well, this is going to be our fourth walk coming up in September. And during the last four years, I have spent numerous hours organizing from not knowing how to do a walk from A to Z. I imagine a lot of us have participated in the March of Dimes or epilepsy or um, you name it, there's walks all over, but not everyone will start with the application with the police department and getting the liability insurance and there's a manual of A through Z that I have developed based on my own personal experiences and also with guidance provided by Julie. So wow. let me let me turn it back over to you for a moment so I can take a breath. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, hey, I appreciate that and I am in awe of your action. Um, something that I do want to hear more about is any more recent events, any event ideas that you have for uh, for the present and for the future of the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation, if you can share those, and, um, and any ideas that you may have of uh, working with National Seizure Disorders Foundation and uh, where you feel led to lead in, uh, in that area toward National Seizure Disorders Foundation, helping us help people to be more than a diagnosis and to be more than the trauma of SUDEP. Okay. Um, initially, we started with the first walk, and of course, not participating in A through Z, which is basically organizing a walk, I had to reach out. And fortunately, I met a fantastic volunteer associated with the March of Dimes. I went and introduced myself. Uh, Linda looked at me, listened, and said, fantastic. I'm so grateful that I can help you. Give me about a year, because usually we're, we work on a yearly cycle, and hopefully by the end of this year, March of 2012, you'll be ready to, quote, rock and roll. And I said, Linda, I'm sorry, I have to say it. I have to have my A through Z, everything locked in place by September. Because Julie has pitched September of each year to be their date that month, to be the month of Chelsea's walk. And in the last five or six years, the walk has grown from maybe three or four locations. I think this year we're up to about 12. And bottom line, I learned quickly and I started running around the community of Winchester. Winchester is about 35,000 folks. It's about 75 miles west of Washington, D.C. It's one of these communities where there's more nonprofits and caring people than I think there's anywhere in my life that I have ever lived. And once I started getting the framework, I started getting volunteers and I've been blessed. I have had some volunteers that come out once a year out of the woodwork when I know it's that time. And I have clowns, I have DJs, I have photographers, I have food restaurants and I never have to talk to these folks really during a year, and then they know it's that time coming up. And I have about 90 days to start getting my walk finalized for September 13th. So the walk is now 
I consider it's old news. I can do it. I got it in place. My biggest challenge is just trying to keep the sponsors coming back. And, of course, the economy, wherever you live, you'll have certain stores that are doing fantastic. And then, like, Target, they had a $100 million misuse of credit cards. Their support was cut back. Others, but this is a challenge. Each year, you got to look at your sponsors and try to build upon them and find new to substitute. So in addition to the walk, I'm a type of individual. I guess I'm a type A besides everything else. I want to do more because as I became more involved with the Chelsea Foundation, Julie gave me the right to be an administrator on Facebook, and I can also read stories of people that want to become members of the foundation. I can also read stories about how my child is now in the hospital for the 15th time this month in the emergency room, having 25 seizures an hour. You know, it's unbelievable. And as I read these stories, I go, oh, every dog that is provided a grant for a seizure dog can run 20 up. The foundation provides up to $2,500. Anybody that wants to get a dog, they can run from 5000 to 25000 And I always compare it. Do you want to go to a community college or do you want to go to Harvard? More training, more skills, more abilities that four-legged friend has, more you're going to pay. And then there's those monitors. Uh, I met a family that used to sleep on the floor so their child could sleep in their bed. Or the child would sleep in their room, in their bed, with mom and dad squished together. Because, as we know, we didn't want to leave our child alone in case something would happen. Well, when this family received a gift of the MFIT monitor and they set it up, it was like a God blessing. The child can now stay in its own room and they could now get a night's sleep without sharing at all. And when I read these stories and I learned more about it, I said, okay, what else can I do besides the annual walk? And part of what I have done is by researching and learning about families in our community, I have learned that there's so many individuals that have been, I hate to use the word blessed with the evil. It's not the right way of saying it. They had the curse, and but they're also an owner of a multi-million dollar business or a doctor. They're also very important community leaders. And if you approach the people in the right way and don't frighten them about SUDEP, but just to educate them about what we're trying to do, it's amazing what doors open. Yeah. And we developed a special night at the movies as a fundraiser, for example. And we wanted to do a movie that Chelsea could be proud of if she was with us to sit and watch. And I wanted to do Beauty and the Beast, a Disney film, because she was such a beautiful young lady in the Beast of Evil. Sudep epilepsy was around grabbing anyone and everyone. And, of course, everything was set to go until I got a, a polite email saying that Disney has a $500 minimum fee to rent the movie, plus royalty, plus this. I said, oh, my God, tell me get done with all those fees. All we have left is um, receipts for the fees. <laughs> so we were fortunate, and instead of doing Beauty and the Beast, one thing that Chelsea loved to do was to travel with her family. And the summer before she passed away, they went to New York City, and they went to the Museum of Natural History. Well, there's at least three, I think there's three movies about the Museum of Natural History. And we were able to get the second movie free of charge, and we had a special night at the museum. And... The one that really made it even a more precious, beautiful night, we had a young girl from our community in West Virginia who attended, I think it was two of the national walks, and she's been to every one of the walks that I have done. But after the first walk, she was determined to write a song about her epilepsy. And she wrote it. She went to her pastor, and her pastor helped her with the wording and the music. And she actually had the song prepared. And before we did the movie, 
our little Becker, our rock star, stood up on the stage and sung the song Purple Flame. That song is now the official song that is played at the beginning of each walk that Chelsea's foundation runs. And Becker was blessed at the age of 16 to meet Julie personally when Julie came to the East Coast. And Becker, as a 16-year-old, and this is another way to raise awareness, she dedicated her 16th birthday for anyone that wants to send a birthday card and a gift to Chelsea to send it to her. And she then consolidated and then donated that money to the foundation. This Miss Becker was great, was so gracious, she received a smartwatch from the foundation. And this young girl, who's now 17, has been such an outstanding supporter. And I can't wait to see her in September. I'm a Facebook friend of her. So the movie was something that I really encouraged. Uh, I just recently did a landscaping fundraiser. Every community has a landscaping company that's not owned by a mega company, maybe a family owned. I contacted these people approximately two years ago. And finally, after being, and I like to say, I don't like to give up. I'm pretty persistent. And I finally went back in February and I said, is there a chance that we can do the arrival of spring, do a special fundraiser where you'd be willing to donate X amount and they said, well, let me take it back to my family. It's a family-owned business. I get a phone call, and they said, yes, we'll be gratefully helpful to do everything we can. We'll dedicate a Saturday in April, and anything that we sell, we could give the foundation a percentage. And with that, another foundation that most people are not aware of is Kohl's, the department store. If you go on to community action under uh, Kohl's, they have a fantastic program where they will donate $500 if you can provide them with a proposal that you're doing something to benefit children. And if they agree to do your proposal and they have to find five volunteers, five associates to come in their T-shirt, Associates in Action, and volunteer a minimum of three hours then they will write a check for $500. I have been blessed with one of the most supportive stores, I think, in the chain of Kohl's. We have multiple events that we have done, and they have come through with multiple checks for $500. Developing partnerships with individuals that you meet in your travels, people that have epilepsy-related stories, give them a chance to talk, let them vent. Let them know that you are listening and then say, by the way, we're doing this organization event. Are you available? You'd be surprised how quickly they come on board. Uh, we also last November, and I'll just we'll tell this one last story. Uh, I wanted to do something for National Month of November Observance of Epilepsy for the National Month. I contacted one of our most prestigious hotels in the downtown community of Winchester. Winchester has been here since George Washington. His original surveyor house is here. 26 battles during the Civil War were fought in the Shenandoah Valley. Winchester went back and forth like a ping pong <laughs> tournament. The hotel is downtown. They agreed. One of the most well-known radio announcers agreed to be my DJ uh, MC. One of the young men who has epilepsy, whose mom met Julie, and I met her after knowing her, but they didn't know the family relationship, introduced me to her brother, who's a professional DJ. All of a sudden, out of the blue, my vision about having observance, I even got the city of Winchester government, the government, the mayor of our community personally came to the event and brought a proclamation declaring Winchester as the center of the Shenandoah Valley for national observance of epilepsy. And also recognizing what the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation via my activities have done about raising awareness. Uh, 
it was a beautiful night. And even to top that, some of you folks may have heard uh, a man from Virginia named Lowell Evans who wrote a book, The Village. Well, I met Lowell via Facebook, and he drove three and a half hours to be in Winchester that night, and we became personal friends. And I am now part of his village, and, of course, he's part of our village. I'm turning it back over to you. Yes, yes. And Lowell is part of our village, too. I've known him personally for some time now, and I know that um, he is a powerful man with a powerful calling that, uh, when focused, is going to create miracles through his book, The Village. We see that coming. Excellent. Yeah, and, and thank you so much for for sharing all of your experiences and, and your stories. And I know that this um, show recording tonight will go forward in helping everyone that listens to be able to raise awareness in their own way. It's going to give people ideas. It's going to give them courage. It's going to give them what they need to boldly step out and raise awareness for epilepsy, raise awareness for SUDEP, raise awareness for National Seizure Disorders Foundation, and raise awareness for the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation. So thank you so much for sharing those words. One thing I did not... I needed a, a, little, a little break in my, uh, <laughs> so I could breathe a little. Um, the second part of what you asked for me to share, and I feel that because of Lowell Evans and the fact that I met him and he shared with me his involvement with your radio show and then how you and I had a chance to talk. And at this point, I am very interested in also offering to reach out to your community. And as I heard from one of our earlier discussions, uh, one of your board members, I believe, lives only like 40 minutes away. One of the things I want to do in the near future is get in contact with her to let her know what I'm doing about our fourth walk in any way that she would like to come and observe or participate and definitely walk, be grateful. Um, I'm also very interested in getting more involved in helping, maybe help to coordinate a volunteer. And I know you have an ambassador program, and ambassadors are very important, and they have a very significant role in any nonprofit like we work with. But there's also individuals that want to volunteer on a limited basis, and maybe we can then coordinate via uh, whatever way we develop a way to connect the volunteers throughout the United States. Uh, I also like to think of ways that maybe we could do a national fundraiser that can encourage folks to take maybe a three-day or a five-day cruise and look at the beauty of nature and spend some quality time in uh, in an area on board the ship where we can network and develop more and more ways to keep growing. So, again, I'm here as one of your uh, future converts, or I don't know what the right word would be, leaders of the whatever area that you can help me lead on. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, and thank you so much for that. So, uh, hey, everybody, I see that we are a little past uh, the bottom of the hour, the, the half mark of the hour, and so it's uh, good news. We are open now for comments and questions. When calling in, please state your first name and where you're calling from. And if you're in chat mode, let us know your first name and location. Jason will share with us your comments. So please do consider others, as I'm sure there are more that want to share with us tonight. Each of you are important, so be bold and direct. Speak up and be heard. If you have a question for me, a question for Stephen, a question about the Chelsea Hutchinson Foundation, or SUDEP, or National Seizure Disorders Foundation, or seizures in general, go ahead and speak up. We're here, listening and ready to respond. So, Jason, do we have anyone on the line? 
Yes, we have a person from East Virginia, and we have Mylene and Lisa in the chat room. They're just content to listen right now. Okay, okay. Well, uh, East Virginia, wow, that's interesting. East Virginia, you want to share with us? Is, uh, this, this is Lowell Evans from Virginia Beach. How y'all doing? Hey, Lowell. It's good to have you <laughs> on the show. So uh, what do you want to share with us? What do you think about what Stephen shared? Well, I just want to say I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm with my wife, Kathy. Um, I was very fortunate and blessed to have met Steve and his wife, Carol, at the um, event in November. They really showed me they had the heart for epilepsy awareness and to reach out for others, uh, very much like you, Tanya, and uh, um, all, all you're doing. And I know that what I received from Steve that night was a connection that's going to build on, and this this statement might be used over and over again, but I see the village growing. We, yes. we, are, we are reaching others, you know, via email, via uh, the internet, Facebook, or whatever. But we're making things happen. I'm just excited about doing it. Yes, yes. And uh, hey, did you want to tell people while we have you here? Did you want to tell people about your book and where you see your book going? Well, thank you very much. Um, right now, I have a book on. Uh, it's online, available at BarnesandNoble.com. Also, they can email me for my book at. Uh, the village is coming at gmail.com. But what I've learned from others was the fact that um, people have, have accepted the village concept as a way to overcome epilepsy and how to, how to live with it. Yeah. And that's one thing that's really making a difference. They see the village concept as being an answer to how to live with epilepsy and not hold your head down. You you can walk with your head up and be proud that you are dealing with something and you're going to get through it because you're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. You have that, that brotherly love, that that support that we didn't have back in the day. The support mm-hmm. is growing each and every day, and that's what excites me more and more. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm getting ready to do a video uh, within the next two weeks that I really going to see, that I really feel is going to, touch people from every walk of life, and I'll keep you posted on that as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm excited to always hear of your progress, and I know that you're doing big things, and uh, you've done big things in the past and in the present, and there are even bigger and better things for you in the future, in your walk, in uh, your own personal walk of epilepsy and your walk in raising awareness for epilepsy. So thank you. Thank you for bar- for being part of our village, Lowell. I just wanted to extend that thank you. Well, I, I appreciate it. Um, we've got people up in um, Richmond, Virginia Beach, all of Hampton Roads, and that includes um, the, the National Seizures Disorders Foundation. Y'all have really set a good example. Steve mm-hmm. and Carol out in, out in Winchester, they're showing people that no matter what, it's not going to stop. Epilepsy is not going away. And neither are we. So it's gonna, we're going to make it happen and make life yes. much better for those involved. One voice, one village at a time. We'll make it happen. Very well said. Very well said. Yes, very well said. Very well said. As, as I've said before, together we are better. Yes. And so, do we have uh, anyone else uh, on the line or on chat that wants to go ahead and speak up, Jason? Um, Marlene has asked a question that she wants me to ask. It has in relation to do with medication side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, uh, wants to know if carbon is Um uh, wants to know if sometimes uh, it can cause you to just feel like you want to 
want to cry for some unknown reason. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, seizures, seizure disorder, epilepsy. You know, anytime your neurological system is affected by these, uh, then yes, your neurological system can uh, be a little bit scrambled. And what that does is that causes your brain to be a little stressed. And crying for no reason, just, just sporadically crying, that is a release of stress, that your body releasing the stress. So it is natural. It's also natural um, if you are looking at isolation, you know, if you're practicing isolation, staying um, away from support for one reason or another, you know, it's, it's also easier to fall in, in that category where you want to cry over your situation more. And that's one of the reasons why Nat National Seizure Disorders Foundation is making such an impact across the nation. We help take those people that are considering isolation or maybe active in isolation. We help them step out of those shadows of isolation, step into the sunshine of love and acceptance, and be more than their diagnosis, be more than what's going on currently in their lives. Now, if you see, uh, Mylene, if you see that during these crying episodes, there's any other um, seizure type of symptoms, and you know what those seizure type of symptoms are in your own life. If you see those coming up and they become troublesome or there is a pattern that develops, then please do seek the medical advice of your own neurological professional, your own neurologist or epileptologist. Because it can be the stress that you're dealing with. It can be your neurological system um, coming back online, you know, uh, recovering from seizure activity, or it can be directly related to uh, any new type of seizure that you may be having. So take those into consideration. Journal down your experience, what's happening during that time of the day, why you think you might be crying, and any experience uh, that you have at the same time and immediately afterwards. And when you see in your journaling that it becomes troublesome or a pattern develops, then yes, please do reach out to your medical professional. I hope I answered that uh, to your satisfaction, Mylene. If you need to speak with me further on that, you know how to get in touch with me. You can reach out through National Seizure Disorders Foundation through our Facebook page at facebook.com, NSDS37029, through our private support group, NSDF Support Center, or through our website at nsdf.us. Mm -hmm. So is there anyone else waiting? I hear some background noise. What have we got going on? Jason, well, do you have anything well, on? Well, um, I'm still here myself, um, and again, okay. I just want to say um, what we're doing uh, as we reach out to more people, uh, I think that we just need to show them that we're looking to grow and that we're open, and that we did, we are open arms to, to accept whatever situation that they're facing with epilepsy, because some mm -hmm. people are, are kind of hesitant to, um, to speak about it, but I think that the, the more that we show them that there's people from all walks of life dealing with it. I think the, the the more will be accepted in their in their community or in their village, they open the door quick, more quickly for us. Yes, and then when the word when we use the word epilepsy and seizure or seizure disorders, and when we use the word SUDEP often enough in written word and in spoken word, it becomes a, a word that is commonplace, that is easy to use, and the easier those terms are to use, the more people will come forward for help. Yes, I totally agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so uh, do we have anyone waiting in chat or on the line? Jason? Um, 
we have Lisa in chat, but she hasn't really. Okay. Okay. That's. And no other callers. Okay. All right. Well, that is fine. That is fine. People can reach out to us anytime. You don't have to connect just through Power Radio. We are here for your convenience and your awareness and your edification only. Could I like to um, add another uh, comment yeah, go about ahead. I, our? I'm yes, sorry. I was. You no, know, no, it, it's perfectly <laughs> fine. I was just going to segue to you. Go ahead. What I like to do is um, for folks that are located in Virginia, Maryland, District of Columbia, Pennsylvania, uh, they have participated in our annual walk in Winchester, Virginia. It's going to be September 13th. It's hosted. Uh, for the second year in a row, it's one of the most beautiful locations. It's the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Uh, we start and end the walk at the museum, and folks have an opportunity to take a tour of the beautiful gardens located within the museum's property. Um, we start off pretty much about 7.30 for walk-ins, and by 9 o'clock, we do the 5K walk. And we have a beautiful ceremony in the beginning. We release uh, approximately 30 white doves. We have a moment that families that have lost a loved one, those angels are watching us. We release these doves in respect of these individuals. Um, We have a fun time for the children we have a clown the bottom line is we make this a moment on an early sunday so folks can take a moment out of their normal lives on a sunday and we have learned that if you are concerned about not being able to go to church god is watching us as we perform and do our walk and he knows that you're in his home wherever you are and We look forward to having as many folks attend and participate and enjoy and just be part of our village in Winchester, Virginia. And additional additional information will be online. Um, It's being finalized where people can go to Chelsea Hutchison Foundation and you can find the link to register you get a fantastic package, a shirt, a drawing ticket, uh, availability of some munchies, and being with folks that care. Wow, Thank you. that's powerful. Yes, that's, that's powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that information. And everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future, please mark your calendars and consider participating in, uh, in Chelsea's Walk in September. Oh, yes, um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I talked to Steve not too long ago, letting him know that um, I've already made plans. My wife and I made plans to, get to attend the function. I think it's going to be great. We really, Good. really look forward to it. Good Thank to know. You. Good to know. And, and, you know, as as National Seizure Disorders Foundation grows in volunteers, uh, we plan to have uh, walks of that nature um, here in Nashville for those that live in Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, you know, those that are closer, perhaps, to my location than to uh, than to Steve's location. You know, I'd really like to see walks like this. No matter what the found, no matter what name the foundation is that holds the walks, I'd love to see walks like this happening uh, at regular intervals around the nation. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Wouldn't that yes. be beautiful for every state oh, yes. in the nation to hold? a Chelsea's Walk every September. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It's coming. It's growing each year as we reach out more and more individuals that have either been blessed by the support of the foundation or want to help make the foundation grow bigger. And also, one other comment, um, this will be the third time that Disney in California is having a National Epilepsy Day Mm-hmm. And uh, Chelsea Hutchinson was one of the three foundations that was selected. Yeah. And, again, um, 
There are folks already planning this activity. It's in November. I believe it's the 3rd or the 4th of November to have a fixed date. And that's another opportunity for folks from all over the United States, if they are available, to uh, attend another outstanding observance about epilepsy awareness. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. What we need to do, Ms. Tanya, since you're in the heart of country, I need to sit down and talk to you about how we can put a country epilepsy event together and utilizing some of those outstanding folks right down the road from you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We've got some big-name country stars right in my own backyard, and there's no reason that I can see that they wouldn't jump at the chance to help others. No, all we got to do, and I'll and I'll talk to you offline how we can maybe use that as a, a big event for 2016. Yeah. yeah, definitely. We'll coordinate calendars offline, and um, we'll get together later, either later in the week or perhaps next week. Whenever you know, this will be on your schedule. So let's uh, let's start there. Let's start through email and coordinate our calendars and go from there. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. And so uh, there you have it, folks. Tonight we increased our awareness and we shared an hour of power. I invite you to follow us at Facebook. That is facebook.com NSDF37029 for updates, information, and inspiration. And enjoy tonight's recording on our website at nsdf.us during the week. Next week, join us again and invite your friends and family and other connections as together we enjoy another episode of NSDF Power Radio. Oh, yes, and please do take notice. We do have a Monday night hour of support through Google Hangouts, NSDF Power Hour. Go ahead and connect with us, and we will... Get you on the growing list of our favorite people to hang out with on Monday nights. We will make it easy for you to show up every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll point the way, and you follow, and, uh, and we'll share that hour of power together. Now, as you pray in your own way during this week, I want you to please keep the following names in your mind and in your thoughts. John, Ryan, Liz, Christine, Eli, Bryn, Brett, Karen, Caitlin, Hunter, Susan, and Melody. These are just a few of the names NSDF holds close to our heart while healing and peace take place. If you want to be added to our list, simply leave a comment on our website at nsdf.us on our Facebook page or anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name. Let us know. You want to be added to the list. You want to be more. You want to help. You need help. Let us know those few simple words, and I promise it will open a world of opportunity for you because when you reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, we will reach back. Special acknowledgement this week goes out to Dr. Lance Fogan for his accomplishment, turning his book, Dings, into an audio available through Amazon. And our unwavering gratitude goes out to our trusted trainer, Guardian of the Night Canine, and to our loyal listeners, our staff, and our many supporters and partners. Without you, without all of you, we would not be where we are today. So if you've enjoyed tonight's show and wish to be a part of keeping National Seizure Disorders Foundation active, I encourage you to go to our website and donate a dollar or more so that together we can continue bringing order to seizure disorders. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. I want to thank our special guest, Steve Schaffron, for all of his power and energy and special ideas and announcements. I want to thank Lowell Evans for adding to the conversation. 
And special thank you to Jason for taking his time and energy tonight to produce such a powerful show. From the beautiful state of Tennessee, this is terrific Tanya Heathcote speaking for all the NSDF and Power Radio guests and staff, wishing you better health, peace of mind, and the presence of abundant love. Why? Because I can think of no better gift to give. Till next week, good night, everyone. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.